0: Hello, welcome. Thank you so much for tuning into my podcast, Little Sweet, Little Sar. This is Akhila. If you were to summarize the emotional journey that we go through in life in a little phrase, I'd always say it should be little sweet, little Sar, And that's exactly why we are here. I love talking about those little things that we go through in life and give my perspective on it because they say a little perspective has never hurt anybody. So the other day I was in the supermarket and thanks to COVID, we now wear masks all the time. And um, I don't know, maybe it's psychological, but when you close uh, your nose and mouth, somehow I think my ears are more active. Um, So I was walking by the aisle trying to pick up some cookies. And then I heard this man on a call um, standing by the aisle. And he was clearly louder than usual because the, you know, maybe because the volume had to get out of the mask or whatever. And he was saying, he has a relationship there. Let him use that now. And it, for a fraction of second, right, I paid attention. And I realized there was something odd about it. You know do you find anything odd about this sentence he said use that relationship i don't know every time every single time i hear people saying this in some way or form it bothers me it bothers me really deep down so i thought is it just me or everybody else right so i asked people on my um, instagram account and um, i asked if they ever felt like you know being used in a relationship or when you use a relationship did, did that Phenomena ever happened to you and guess what 83% of people who've responded said that they've been there they've done that you know either side I didn't want to discriminate neither judge anybody for it but I think the concept of using relationships is so integral to all of us that I'm sure if you pause for a second here and think about it you'd have been on both sides at some point in your life you know, honestly, um, this is the most crude way of saying, saying use that relationship, but it actually comes in all forms and shapes, you know it doesn't have to be the exact words, like people would say, leverage that relationship you know, in a more polished way uh, few people will say, access your network and see what uh, what is there, or tap your network and see what you could get out of it, uh, few people say uh, use the influence at hand, or use the influence in your circle, etc, etc, I mean umpteen number of ways to communicate this but i think we go through it you know more often than not well honestly i have heard this concept pretty much everywhere right like at home at office in your social circle some way or form people keep telling you to use the relationships or leverage the relationships and every single time i've heard it or i had to do it there was a pinch of guilt or pinch of pain and for obvious reasons i had to break it down right so here's how I went about it right first I relive the moment and I wanted to you know feel what I felt I just had to observe my feelings then I realized that at a very basic level when somebody says use a relationship it feels wrong in my heart you know it sounds manipulative then there was also guilt on the table there was somewhere guilt no, doesn't matter which side of the table that you are on. There was always guilt. There was, you know, I, I think the feeling is that there's relationship on one hand, which is supposed to be all about connection. There's emotions. Uh, there's just feel in it. And then you're putting a word like use or leverage next to it, which is really more of a math. It's a calculation. It's a give and a take. It's a trade isn't it? I think that's how I feel when I have to relive every time I heard about it. So now that's on the table. That's the emotional side of it. But then I had to go to the practical side of it saying, what is it? And here's what I found out. You know, actually there's two types of using or leveraging relationships. The first is Using the relationships that you have in your inner circle um, with the relationships that have grown over a period of time, and then the second side of it, uh, which I honestly think is a part of adulting, is building a new relationships because you know they'll be useful, you know, or rather having something in your mind and because you want that, you'd invest in a relationship. So, let's look at the first part first, right? Um, I'm talking about, uh, you know, your known circle. You know, it happens more often than not. You tend to use these relationships. You tend to leverage these relationships more often than not. And for most part, it feels like you know, it's it's almost your right. Right? Let me explain what I'm talking about. For example, you have a school or a college friend, right? Um, you meet after a long time. You know, maybe after like ten years, and then you realize that they are in a position that they can help you with, and then you you know you don't hesitate you just ask because you know that is that Um, or think about a relative who has um, influence you know uh, you always go to them for simple favors if not you your parents Um, for example you know a college recommendation or putting in a word for a job because they know that they have that circle that can help you Uh, siblings for favors i think this is the most exploited section of people like i know that with siblings you're so lenient with asking favors that imagine your friends coming from somewhere and you needed the friend to be picked up and you're sleeping in your bed and you send your younger one to pick them up totally worth right i'm sure you would have heard or have been a victim of this i think we do all of that time but that's also using one of your relationships right i mean just give and take um for example colleagues and contacts that you have in social circle. Um, For example, at office, you have a friend who's in HR and you want to find out somebody's salary, somebody's promotion status, somebody's hiring status, stuff like that. Or then you want somebody to put in a word to push your promotion, make it a little more stronger case. I think that's where you'd leverage your colleague. You know what while this is the most common thing and it somehow comes organically, I think there's not a lot of weight in it, especially because most of these relationships are built organically they grow into the space that they are in naturally right for example your siblings you've always lived with them your relatives you already have a baseline relationship with them you just have to keep up with it most of the relationships have a strong ground to start with Uh, most benefits that you get out of this circle grows with time for example you know aunt of yours is first your aunt when you were a kid and over the years she's grown into a position where she can help you and then you know you ask her for help so not necessary that you've started saying i want to you know leverage her and hence i'll make this relationship work you know in fact for all of these relationships it feels right you know it doesn't feel bad or it in fact you feel like it's your right to ask for help Even better, uh, when you're asked for help, if you're in a giver's position, you feel obligated to help. You want to help to prove a point, to show that you're there, to do the minimum, right? In fact, the space is tricky, right? So if you look at it, there's two sides to this relationship. When you're taking a favor or or helping somebody in your inner circle, there's a giver, there's a taker. Um, Because these are all close relationships, mostly your inner circle, If you're a giver, let's take an example, right? For example, you're working at a firm and a cousin of yours is appearing for an interview. Now you're a giver because you're in a good position and um, you, you know, everybody in your family knows that you work with that organization. Now, if this cousin of yours thinks that, hey, you know what, I don't want to ask for favor. So I'm not even going to tell this person that I'm appearing for an interview. And uh, you eventually find this person in the lobby, you, you get them and you say, what are you doing here? And then the person goes about saying, you know, I came in for an interview and I thought I shouldn't disturb you. Now, as a giver in this situation, if you were to participate, you would have been a giver, right? So as a giver, you feel bad that you're not asked for help. You'd wanted to help to prove that you love. You know, you'd feel like, come on, you should have called me. The least I can do is at least try, right? Also on the other side, when these relationships are little strained, I'm not talking about your first inner circle, but then a circle little behind that. If there's strain and if you're a talker, for example, if I am the person coming to attend an interview and I have an uncle or an aunt in that organization, I'd go about, I shouldn't be too greedy. I shouldn't ask them. um, You know, I don't want to strain the relationship. I don't want to sound like I'm taking advantage of it. So I think at some point, both sides of the table wants in, but there's constant discomfort. Now with that, Everything sounds perfect, doesn't it? It's your inner circle. You want a favor. They want to do a favor. And then you should just ask. But why isn't it so simple? Don't you feel like most of your problems or uh, most of the times where you feel used or you feel like you've used a relationship is mostly in your inner circle, in, in your relatives, in your family, with your friends, with your first circle in society? Let's see why that happens. Well, I think it doesn't or it starts to strain because sometimes it goes too far. Imagine I'm going to this office for an interview and I want a favor from this uncle or aunt. I tell them like a month ahead I tell them a week ahead then I start calling them every day when I go to the office I ask for them I demand their time I expect them to take care of me I expect to get the job I start holding them responsible if they aren't giving me time or whatever wow it sometimes really does go far and then there are these people who would only call you for favors and that's when you feel like you're being used you know uh, there's never a hello hi they never check they they never check on you again or they've never bothered to keep up that relationship except for that one time that they needed a favor you know sometimes in these relationships it's always a one-way traffic you're helping and helping and helping and helping. So, I mean, it can never be a one-side role, right? There has to be some reciprocation. If the person can't help you, at least offering sometimes, you know, does make you feel better. Um, For most often than not, I've um, experienced this in the family. I've noticed that when you give too often, you tend to develop this feeling of being a superior. You know, uh, you had that one uncle in your childhood who always acted as if he's superior than everybody else in the room yeah that's what i'm talking about maybe there's discomfort there what happens as a result of it honestly i think you part ways with friends because somehow you feel like you're being manipulative sometimes you build this dislike to relatives for example that one uncle as a child you've always wanted to stay out in your growing years they've not changed and your opinion hasn't changed After you're grown up, you'd be like, I'd rather maintain my distance. See what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, this is still the sweet version of of the whole uh, equation, right? Uh, Using your inner circle. I think the crudest version of this is building a new relationship for a purpose. Let me explain. Uh, For example, there's a family member of yours. You remember that one aunt who was always mean. And then was always respected because she was influential. You have no choice but to make it work with you. I mean, your parents would have forced, requested, begged, pushed beaten you but said that hey you have to be nice to this person I'm sure most of us grow out of it but then at some point you'd be like you'd give in and say all right what do I have to do right for example in society um, there are these relationships that you build because you know you'll have to leverage for example somebody who's in a government position and you know that you're going to need them in in the near future or uh, somebody who has a lot of contacts and you know that you don't have so you want to even it out with them for example example colleagues right your boss you you have no choice but to build a relationship and you're consciously investing because you know you want to tap on it the bosses of your boss right you know two levels up in the chain and then you have no choice but to be nice to you try and develop a relationship now all of us would have done this somewhere down the line right some naturally some out of no choice but I think in initial few years there is a lot of discomfort because it's i think it's all part of adulting and i think you eventually get used to it but you when you're in that phase of you're aware that you are not going in with all the innocence you have no choice because you know that you need this relationship yeah that's a tricky space in fact the most tricky part and actually it's scary is that you reach a phase where you can't tell if you really like a person or you just need them is why you're you know kind of maintaining that relationship with them think about it i as much as we would like to think that we were only the victims i also think that we establish relationships because we want to use them you know that that's a given so we'll put that on the table now but here's the question i wanted to ask you today is it fair to go with an agenda into a relationship ask yourself Honestly, I think it's fair to start investing in meaningful relationships, but is it okay to pretend that you're still enjoying that relationship just because you know you can tap on it at some point? I always feel like there's this purity in relationship. There's a connection, uh, a concept called relationship where there's genuine feeler to it. Should it really be diluted? Should it be insulted? Should it be played with? We should pause sometimes and ask, will the world not progress if we don't pretend you know if we continue doing this with our relationships right which I think for most part of relationships we do lately if we continue this approach of having relationships where will we end up eventually you know will we ever have or be able to discriminate and differentiate between having one genuine line of connection with a person versus establishing a line because you know you want to make something out of it well every time I think about it I think it's way too heavy and honestly i don't it, it's way too complicated right and i think it comes with uh, this play called life and you got to play along and all of that and i am not here to solve it for you but like always what i can tell you is what i do here's what i do for most part of it i try and be genuine right i honestly go in with an intent to make it work if you have to invest it's okay There's no harm in giving it a real good try, but do not try too hard. You know, look for things that resonate. But if that's not happening, if it's not going organic, I'd always pause and ask, is it really worth it? You know, can there be another way to work this out? Well, that was my ways of coping up with it. I'm sure you figured your own ways. And before I let you go, I I had just one last thing to say. If you feel bad you know, and sense discomfort when you hear relationship and use together in a sentence, I would say treasure that feeling. Acknowledge it and allow that emotion to flow knowing that there is innocence, purity and truth in that reaction of yours and you know that the world could use more of it. Well, thank you so much for listening into my podcast. Little sweet, little Sar. Let me know what you feel about using relationships. Do you think it's just a part and parcel of life? Do you think there has to be a mechanism with which we should go and tackle this tough emotion or gray space that we constantly live in? I'd love to hear from you. Find me on Instagram as Akhila Mari, A-K-H-I-L-A-M-A-A-R-I. Until next time, I hope you ride the wave of life with loads of love. Bye-bye.